Welcome to the St. Richard's Podcast Sermon of the Week. This week's message is given by the Reverend Kelly Jennings. For more information, please visit us at strichards.org. Today is Christ the King Sunday. What a following he has, this King. You are all here. Happy Christ the King Sunday. We always celebrate Christ the King at the end of the liturgical year. This is the very end of the church year. I was struck by the fact when I turned that last page in the gospel book, that was it. It's a blank page. What happens next? Well, Advent comes up next Sunday. Someone, the beginning of the next year, Advent. But here we are at the end of all things. Someone compared the church year to a procession a procession where the king, the most important person in the procession, comes last. So I like that. that We get to meditate on the king here at the end of the procession of the year. It might be a little challenging for us American Christians, champions of democracy, to celebrate kingship, but I was surprised to discover that there was a slogan during the Revolutionary War leading up to it in our country in the 1700s, a slogan that went, no king but Jesus. Yeah, I thought, okay, so maybe we are in a good place as Americans (laughs) and Christians, first and foremost, to celebrate having a king, contemplating how we do bow down to our king each and every Sunday, sometimes days between, when we confess our sins, when we bring and offer our gifts at the altar, and when we receive his great gifts of his, his body and his blood at the altar. Long live the king. So what kind of king is this whom we worship? Remember that for the people of Israel, kings were from the time of Samuel, a thousand years before Jesus. Kings were a very important part of Israel's national life. Saul, David, Solomon. Their leadership was not for their own glory, but for God's glory. The best of them, David, though he sinned, always returned to the Lord. And out of his relationship with God, David fought Israel's enemies. He brought about justice. He brought provision for his people. A good king. David was a good king. But the kings of Israel went from bad to worse. And Israel's hope eventually lay in a king or Messiah, anointed one, who would save them not only from themselves, but also through them, the rest of the world. So fast forward a thousand years of waiting, and we see the arrival of the promised king. The Gospels of Matthew and Luke especially tell his story from his birth. His birth is foretold by prophets, announced by angels. Wise men seek him, giving beautiful gifts. King Herod asked the Magi, where is the one who is born king of the Jews? And all Jerusalem trembles with him. Even a star points from the heavens at him where he is born. And so we wonder with them, who is this king? When you are looking out for king language in the Bible, it is all over the place connected to Jesus. Even Jesus' first words in the Gospel of Mark are, 
the time has come, the kingdom of God has come near. But as we keep reading about Jesus, we see a different picture of a king than we, and certainly Israel, might have expected. Jesus spends his time calling fishermen and the outcasts to join him. He touches the infected and the bleeding and the lame and they are healed, the dead and they rise up from their beds. Jesus relies on the hospitality of his friends for meals and a place to lay his head, yet he feeds thousands with a miraculous picnic. Jesus, our king, spends his time with children. The kingdom of God belongs to them, he said. So I wonder what kind of king this is. Well, we know our king forgives. You heard his words today, Father, forgive them. Here's a little quiz. See if you can guess what great leader in recent history said this. Although we are capable of great acts of kindness, history teaches us that we sometimes need saving from ourselves, from our recklessness or our greed. God sent into the world a unique person, neither a philosopher nor a general, important though they are, but a savior with the power to forgive. That was Queen Elizabeth II in her Christmas speech in 2011. The king, this king, whom Queen Elizabeth put her trust in, was scandalous. Not only did Jesus heal everyone he touched, but to the shock of those present, Jesus pronounced forgiveness of people's sins, something only God could do. And he silenced his enemies at every turn with words that made people wonder. Give to Caesar what is Caesar's, and to God what is God's. And then finally, at a Passover feast with his friends, Jesus lifted up the bread and the wine and declared that they were his body and his blood, asking his friends to remember him by these elements. Who is this king, we wonder? After this famous Last Supper on that night, Jesus was arrested, tried, and the next day put to death which brings us to the gospel passage we heard. I wondered, as I read it just now, how you felt that gospel passage hit. It's not a passage you expect this time of the year, is it? It's hard to hear. It's the account of the crucifixion that we heard on Palm Sunday, way back in April, just before Easter. Maybe it seemed oddly placed to you, but it's not. There's a kingship reference. The Roman governor, a bit of background, and we get in another gospel. Pontius Pilate, of all people, is the one who puts the sign on Jesus' cross. It's referenced to in this gospel today. And in fact, Pilate is asked to change it and write, this man said, I am king of the Jews. But Pontius Pilate refuses. What I've written, I've written, he says. And the sign, written in Latin, Greek, and Hebrew, as if to all the world, hangs on the cross over Jesus' head. This is the king of the Jews. So we wonder, who is this king? A king who would lay down his life for his friends. Well, Paul gives us a remarkable claim about Jesus in his letter to Colossae today. Paul says, he has rescued us from the power of darkness and transferred us into the, king into the kingdom of his beloved son. That's who our king is. That's who Jesus is. He has rescued us from the power of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved son. 
that's our God. In 1927, during a time in Mexico's history when those in the church were severely persecuted, a priest named Father Miguel Pro, P-R-O, was falsely accused of murder. His execution was meant to show to the public a weakened individual at the hands of a powerful state. But just before Padre Pro was shot by a firing squad, in defense, in defiance of the dark powers of this world, Padre Pro, with arms outstretched in cruciform, Padre Pro cried out, Viva Cristo Rey, long live the King. And he died. Who is this King, we ask? Well, Paul leaves us with no doubts. He is the image of the invisible God. In him, all things in heaven and on earth were created. So what does that mean for us? It means he knows you. He made you. Our king was there at the beginning. He knows your shortcomings. He knows your addictions. He knows the healing you need, and he can provide a way to recovery and wholeness today. Paul goes on. He himself is before all things, and in him all things hold together. If you are here and you are feeling like your life is unraveling, put your trust back in him. He is your king. Remember him today. He can handle anything we are going through. He hears us sigh when we receive one more bill we cannot pay. And he is the king whose storehouses are vast. He provides in abundance. All we have to do is ask him. And he does say, persist in asking. So persist and ask others to persist with you in asking for a way through because he provides a way where it seems like there is no way. He will do it. Look around you here and you will see people. I can look around. I see people who have seen that happen over and over in their lives. So if you are not believing it, just turn and ask someone next to you after the service and they can, they can testify to that. Amen. Paul goes on. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him God was pleased to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, by making peace through the blood of the cross. Jesus is the king who is ready to hear us when we repent for hurting others, for hurting ourselves. And those who have been through this process of seeking to make amends, they can point, you can point to where God has helped you to make amends, to have the courage to say, I'm sorry and to see that reconciliation happen. He will help you. Jesus is our warrior king. He makes a way where it seems there is no way. Whatever battle you are fighting, he has got it. If you feel like you are fighting that battle on your own, time to hand it over. The battle is the Lord's, right? The battle is the Lord's. Hand it over to him. He wants to hear our joys and successes and thanksgivings too. So share those, especially this week. Share your thanksgivings with him. He longs for us to draw close to his throne of grace and mercy and love. If you have petitions today, especially big petitions you want to pray on behalf of someone else or yourself, we always have a team back here of prayer warriors who are there during communion to pray with you. So go, go seek their help as well. Finally, folks, we are all, by baptism, those of us here who have been baptized, we are all subjects of the king. So we know you and we love you in the same way that we love 
ourselves. We, have, we know our failings, and we know that God has worked through them and works in our weaknesses. We love you. We love you. Finally, folks, this is not the end. We might be at the end of the church here, but time goes on. We are all subjects waiting eagerly to see our king in full. So in everyday moments, we know he's present, but also we look forward to, and here's a big word I teach the kids, parousia, the king's parousia, the king's advent. Sound familiar? Same word, just Greek and Latin. Greek parousia, advent is Latin. English is arrival. The king's arrival. Our hope is that one day, as scripture tells us, all shall be set to rights. All evils will be overturned. Sickness and dying will be no more, for he shall reign forever. God will be all in all. And now to switch on that hallelujah chorus, comes straight from the Bible, right? In the Messiah, choral piece. Hallelujah, he is king of kings and lord of lords, and he shall reign forever. Put your trust in him today. Long live Christ the King. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. For service times or more information on St. Richard's, please visit strichards.org.